Welcome to HP HQ, the podcast that's brought to you by Summonats, the world's wildest car festival. We are here for episode two of this season, and this episode we're going to talk about lots of cool stuff, but quickly, I'll, uh, let's have a chat to Webby. What's going on, Webs? Not much, mate, as you can see. What? I'm in a best of luck room. You're in a are you in jail, mate? Do you need me to send some bail? <laughs> no, no, no. I just did Narrabri of all places, so just up here working this week. Yeah, lovely part of uh, New South Wales up there. Yeah, it's good, and I've actually checked out a couple of really cool builds on uh, on my trip. I went to this place today where they do all these restorations. I've never seen so many new old stock quarter panels for Monaros and new guards for EJs and HDs. Wow. And it was the most amazing place, so, and he's he's probably had he probably had eight cars on the build mainly for customers. So, wow, great stuff happening coming over yeah. the next few years. Any VL parts, mate? Any bonnets or no, no, mate. It was all all pre Commodore. Okay, all right, mate. <laughs> all right, we've got a banger of a show tonight. We've got the best road trip tips you can get from some of the people who travel the furthest, right, Webby? Yeah, absolutely. We've got people come from right up north Queensland, South Australia, and they've been doing plenty of trips, So, and Townsville, of course, so, and um, they'll be great to have a listen to that. Absolutely. We've got we've got Ross Mays, we've got from South Australia, we've got Walker Sikowski, Jay and Letitia Chuntai from Queensland. Th- those guys travelled every event. They, it's like the, they live the life that we all live, and it's they, they thoroughly enjoy it. So we're going to have a chat to them, talk about what's the best sort of, you know, tips, and hear some crazy stories about what's you know, what they sort of experienced over the years and with that, so that's cool. Then obviously we're going to have the uh, game show with uh, Benny Benz. He's a bit of an he's a bit of an idiot, so... <laughs> yeah, a big look idiot. Forward, look forward to that, but we've got some cool, some really cool guests on for that, so keep an eye for that. And we've also got, uh, obviously, you talking with Rachel this week, Webby. Yeah, we've got our second question. So uh, we've uh, purchased the car, and now we're looking at uh, where we start to rebuild that car. Yeah, I found that really interesting in the first episode. I think... You know, two two big two of the biggest names in the scene, I guess. You know, in in Australia, talking about you know the, 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 some of the best ways to build a show car because there's always the right way and the wrong way, and then the truth, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And look, and, and as I've stated in while we're doing doing that, um, all the questions and and the answers there, this is not the only way you can actually buy or build something. This is an overview of of how we see how you build yeah. a car, what you do, and then what you end up with if you want to show that people. Yeah, perfect. Just want to say that there is a Christmas merch happening uh, sale happening now with Summon Ads, so make sure you click the merch link on the Summon Ads website. See what's cool there. There's some new merch on there, some Summon Ads Slam merch, some, some merch, merch? It's merch, not merch. So we've got plenty of merch on there, some new Summon Ads merch, some new Summon Ads Slam merch, Burnout Master stuff, and there's a bit of a sale on, so make sure you check that out. Just touching on Summon Ads Slam, we must say that tickets and entries are on sale now, and they are super Super limited, close to selling out where we are here. Yeah, I know we, we've said it before, but they are just about to sold out. Uh, even that uh, guy contacted me, they, he's got one of the last entry spots, so absolutely. Wow. Yeah, and once they're gone, that's it. There will be no more, obviously, released. Uh, because so we, make can sure have, we can only have so many people there, so it's, it is yeah. absolutely limited. I'm not just saying that. That's why it's limited. Yeah, so get on the website. Get your tickets for that. You can also get some information of the other upcoming events for Summer Nats in 2021, so get on there and look at that. Let's get on with the show. Let's go. 
the Burnout Masters game has a new update. There's a new pro car, Loose Q, a new level, Tropical Meltdown, new cars, HQ Wagon, BA Ute, and an XP sedan. There's also new engines in Full On and LS1. And there's four new tyre compounds which completely change the game. Get the Burnout Masters update, get the game on your phone, and start smashing tyres. Smashing tyres, man. Okay, so this week we've got an all-star lineup here to talk about road trip tips. We've got Walgo Sikowski, obviously from Queensland. He's got one tough HG. We've got Ross from South Australia who runs Burnt. We've got Jay, who's obviously got Tiny Toe. And we've got Letitia who runs Party Time. We've got Webby, also a superstar. Can't leave him out. What's going on, What's going on everyone? I'll start with you, Wal. What's happening, mate? Uh, just work, mate, work. But, um, yeah, leaving for... Uh, another road trip tomorrow, actually. Heading up the cans, tropical meltdown. So, yeah, it should be good. Yeah, nice, nice. How about you, Ross? You've been well? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm all well. Around here's not so well, but yeah, we're coping. So, yeah, no, going well, working hard. Yeah, you'll be right. You'll be right, mate. And Jane, Letitia, how are you guys going? Been good, been yeah. good. Yeah, all good, good. Busy, busy work. But yeah, trying to get to tropical meltdown. We'll be leaving end of the week for that. So, yeah, every, everybody's talking about tropical meltdown, so everybody's just so looking forward to getting out to any event that happens, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Pretty much, pretty, pretty casual up there. Big pad, lots of fun. That's at uh, Spring Mount, isn't it? Yes, yes. That's so a massive pad. It's sort of like Sydney, but bigger, I think, overall. Or anyway, it's massive. Yeah. <laughs> how many? How many people they got coming? Don't know. I don't think they've announced it yet. Okay. No. Well, Wells coming, so that's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking in your background there, mate. You've got Alice Springs there. That's the last time I saw you, so yeah, you'd be still smiling from that, wouldn't you? Well, we might, we might have first, second, and third year on the on the podcast anyway. So you know, it's uh, it's <laughs> perfect. All right. So in this podcast, what we want to talk about is we've got all you guys on to talk about road trip tips. No doubt, you guys travel some of the from the furthest points of the country to travel to events, you know, long and far. And um, we want to just give some perspective. I guess there was a, obviously we had Red Sun and that's there this year and all you guys were there. And But every other year, you know, you make the effort to come to Summit Ads and a lot of other events and travelling up and down the coastline and through the middle of Australia to get everywhere. So let's kick it off with the first question. First of all, uh, what is it you love about road tripping? We'll start with you, Ross. Oh, I love road tripping. It's just good. You're in the car, you're just cruising, cruise along, you know where you're heading. Um, you know what's on, so you, you're just getting excited to go there. And then on the way back, um, the way back, you, you're doing the exact same thing, and you, you you just talk about what's been, what's happened, and whether it can improve or half the time it can't because they're amazing events we're always going to. So um, yeah, it just you know you're going for a good time and you're coming back happy. So that's that's what I love about road tripping. And no doubt for you, the road trip when you proposed that Red Sun and that's road trip up would have been nervous and then <laughs> much less nervous on the way back. It was much yeah, more nervous. Yeah, it was very, uh, very nerve wracking because uh, not being able to say anything and then knowing what I was going to do, yeah, it was, uh, it was yeah, exciting at the same time though. That's so, pretty knowing, cool. Yeah. Knowing what you were going to do. So, yeah, yeah, trying to keep it secret was the hard part <laughs> and not accidentally say something without thinking, oh, I'll let that out of the bag. Absolutely. How about you, Jay? Uh, yeah, yeah, we love the road trips. Um, we obviously travel with our family, so that's always a bonus. This is our family holidays everywhere we go. Um, we try and stop and see different places where we can. Um, but 
Yeah, and convoying with friends is always a bonus rather than doing it on your own. But, um, yeah, obviously Tish comes with us. We've got a few other friends in the North Queensland region that have come along, Casey, Stephen, Helen, Daryl, yeah. Kevy. We run a couple of meltdowns. So, yeah, it was him to come out to Red Centre. He got keen this year and, yeah, did well there. So... Yeah. I was just about to say to you, Letitia, it must be cool to, to not only go to these events like this, but travel with fam, family as well. Yeah, definitely the company. Um, as last year was my first time travelling to Red Centre, um, and same thing went with Jay Shree, the kids, and then Steve and Helen, some other friends as well, come with Squad 57. So we ta- I tagged along with them, and they just made that experience a whole great, you know, um, if I was to do it on my own, it wouldn't wouldn't be as fun. So <laughs> definitely yeah. the company you have with you um, makes a great deal. And, and that's what I tell every person when they say, or I try and not necessarily talk them into going to Red Centre, but I say you've got to make road trips just as just as much a part of it as the event itself, isn't it? Yeah, or any event really. Yeah. Yeah, really. would, yeah sorry. <laughs> you just get talking. Like we had the radios in between the cars. So then you just start joking about something or you get on the two-way and you end up talking to the people in front of you and then you're convoying, like, yeah, the yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah, the old 10-4 big cobber, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, yeah. How about you, all? What do you love about it? Uh, yeah, just in Australia, but, um, Jamie, um, every time we go somewhere, we stop on the way up one town and on the way home to another town, so... Um, we've been Red Santa like three or four times now, so every time you go, you stop somewhere different, spread the love, have a look around. Yeah. You're not just beeline there, beeline and home, you actually have a country, so. And, and no doubt the little towns, they, they love it. They love people stopping by the little towns oh, and stuff. Yeah. The only place I think we haven't been to with skids is um, WA. We've been Victoria, UBC. Uh, we've done load, most of loaders down there, different venues, Sydney, um, Darwin with Brasher, we were out there for Brasher Nuts uh, two or three years. It was an awesome road trip. Everyone sort of meets up at sort of three ways and sort of everyone meets the south and Queenslanders, everyone sort of hooks up and gets together. So uh, yeah. that's great. Like I said, all great people. It's unreal. Like, they're, they're headers on the, on the day, but getting the, your, your best mates and your mates and your great mates, that's it. I could have just imagined all you guys at three ways. I bet that was awesome. <laughs> I think it's more Barclay. Barclay seems to be the place to stop. Barclay Homestead, yeah. That's always a good stop, yeah. Three ways is a for when the mates of Southerners and Queenslanders, they sort of all come in together. So, and head, head to Mataraka Springs, I think it is. And yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's good there, eh? Yeah, nice. So I want to go around and ask, like, a uh, what's the the uh, your three most important tips for a successful road trip? I mean, it could be all different things. Like, you know, it could be, you know, I always remember to pack me Devon and sauce images or toiletries or, or you know, getting in the right frame of mind or anything. I'll, I'll start with you, Wal, if you want to kick it off, mate. What's three things that are super important in success to make a successful road trip? The fridge is always packed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always getting in trouble from Jen about that. There's more beer than food. <laughs> After um, the food side of it, with the girls on her and court, both pre-cooked stuff. So if you never know where we pull up, you might pull up at a right house. You might just pull up and move the cook. So yeah, we always got to do it. Yeah. Um, family, the family always with us. That's probably road trip. We always fly the kids in. I don't want to say kids, Court and Brock are adults, but they yeah. <laughs> 
again, we always do everything together. So, um, what's that? That's two. Is that three? That's, that's, that's beer. Just remember to put <laughs> Maybe the other one is you better check that the car's there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the car's always there. <laughs> so, beer, food, and, and family. Yeah, that's it. You're speaking to my heart, mate. That's, that's the best thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> in that order? Or? Oh, well, uh, well <laughs> you know, I'm not saying on this, that's for sure, because I'll get in trouble when this ends. <laughs> How about you, Ross? Yeah, probably, well, it's your maintenance on your vehicles too, and it makes sure they're all right and you know you're going to get there safely and, and yep. smoothly. That's probably one of the biggest things, I guess, apart from the beer and the food, <laughs> maybe the family, but... Um, <laughs> But yeah, basically, if you have it all all set and you're right, you'll get there safely. That's probably your biggest thing, I guess. So, have a good tow car. You're laughing if that's what you're doing, or if you're driving it, all your, your car's all maintenance, all maintenance right, and you know yeah. it's going to make it. So, no doubt your tow your tow car is just as important as the burnout car in, in those yeah, long, exactly, long yeah. distance yeah. situations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've been with a couple of friends that had a dodgy little car, and so <laughs> we'd pass them. They'd do ninety k's all the way up, and we'd. Do normal trailer, trailer yeah. going like that. That's right, yeah. I'll know who they are when they watch it, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No names, no names. Uh, but yeah, no, that's probably one of the main things, I reckon. So. Mm. Yeah, nice. What about you, Jay? You got three You got three things? Uh, probably all been touched on, but yeah, obviously you want to make sure everything's packed before you go. Writing a list is always key because you'll never remember stuff. So just the basic things you want to bring. Um basic tools, a couple of spares, make sure your car's packed and everything's there. And same, yeah, your food, um, road trip snacks are important. Yeah, I think someone said it always should look like uh, you've given a, a five-year-old a hundred bucks to go under the servo. <laughs> so that's pretty I much like that. You always have the lollies in the car, keep it going. Well, especially yeah. for the people that don't know, like you guys, when you head off, you're heading from Townsville, aren't you? Yes, Townsville North Queensland. Wherever you're going, you've got a uh, quite often a long way between towns and stuff. Yeah, it's usually about two and a half thousand ish Ks anywhere. Yeah. So you're looking at five, six thousand K round trip just to get Red Centre or Summonats or anywhere down there, Sydney. So yeah, it's two days, three comfortable days, you know, two if you're in a hurry. But like I said, we like to travel and uh, stop at different places though. So, Especially going down south, you go inland a little bit. We've found some uh, great pubs down there that have just never would have found otherwise. There's one in New South Wales, I think it was Deepwater, uh, Longhorn Bar and Grill. Middle of nowhere. Amazing food, amazing place. Highly recommend if you ever go on inland to find it. Little Shetland ponies out the back. Sorry? Little Shetland ponies out the back walking through the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You park the camp on the back where you can get rooms inside. So Old, old pub, 100-plus years, I think it was, and, yeah, really one, Definitely one of my favourites is uh, Dally Waters. I just absolutely love Dally Waters. It's, you would have stayed there. Oh, no, it would be north from where you come across, so yeah, it's just north of three ways. And what's the general consensus, to buy the seafood on the inland or it's just if it's too far from the ocean, stay, stay clear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always fresh, fresh from the corner. <laughs> What about you, Letitia? What's your what's the three most successful things to remember or do beforehand? Um, a lot has been said already, so I'm trying to bring up something new to the table. Yeah, I oh, saw so yours would definitely be different. It's got to be. Yeah. 
<laughs> I would say spares one because I know I've had to change trailer spare on the way on my first big yeah. road trip. So definitely spares, prep tools. Like I said, maintenance on the tow car is as important as the, you know, burnout car. Yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Even though the burnout car probably gets more love and affection. But anyway, <laughs> making sure that that's up to date. Um, probably for me, some good music, you know, sing along songs and stuff like that. And then the two ways. I, I probably noticed a big thing of not having one, how much it does help, especially on the call points and stuff like that, to have, yeah. The safety side. Hmm. Yeah, I guess uh, it's nice to. I've been away on a trip with a, with two way between some of the vehicles, and it makes such a big difference. If you want to just say something quickly, whether it's you know for you know important to the trip or most, I'd say ninety percent of it is smarty pants stuff. You know, <laughs> the rest. <laughs> <of it. laughs> yeah, no, you wouldn't expect that from me, mate, at all. Definitely, it's always a conversation starter as well. If like for us with the open car trailers, so. Um, People would be like, oh, where are you heading off to? And then, you know, you'd get talking as well. So, yeah, and then you end up meeting them at the next stop or whatnot as well. So, yeah. yeah. Quicker. Wham, bam, is summer that slam. Australia's biggest horsepower party is coming to Sydney Dragway. Three huge days of motorsport action. Hundreds of Australia's wildest rides on show. Drag racing monsters. Skid Row, Show and Shine, Motocana, and a huge start of the year VIP meet. Summer that slam entries are open. And strictly limited social distance tickets are on sale now. Get yours now at summonabs.com.au. Yeah, you. So where did most? I mean, I, I obviously realised where Walt stays. He's got the he's got the Taj Mahal on the road. But <laughs> where do you guys? You sleep? You got a sleeping quarters in your trailer, or you? Where do you guys stay? Not yet. That's the plan one day. Um, but we pretty much go between just camp, like setting up a campsite setup. Um, like that's what we did when we stopped at Barclay and stuff like that. Um, a couple other places if we're pre-organised, we might book a cabin or something like that, but pretty much just camping everywhere lately. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. Old, the old dome tent, the light <laughs> map goes down, you know, all the good stuff. Blowing it up halfway through the yeah, night. Yeah, halfway time. through the night. Just, what's that noise? <laughs> just pump it up. It's in there. <laughs> yeah. Look at, look at Wall laugh at his tip. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no way. Didn't even hear it. Even the light. <laughs> He's just like, what, air contemplation? Yeah, he's here. <laughs> he's not the air contemplation. can't hear nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's the goal, obviously. Yeah, it would be ideal. We've travelled with uh, an enclosed trailer before and it was amazing. But um, it was borrowed through a good friend and, yeah, it was – yeah, we can see the appeal. We are not quite there yet. <laughs> what's a, what's a, I want to touch on some crazy stories because surely you guys have got a um, – you know, something's happened along the way that's, you know, pre- <laughs> either pretty funny or – you know, a bit pretty crazy. Uh, Letitia, I'll start start with you. What's something on any road trip ever in, in an event? There's a couple scenarios. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they'll be as funny, um, but we've had a few times where we've pulled up and we're normally getting there just before dark, trying to do the mad rush and set up, making sure we're not annoying people that are already, you know, set up and having their dinner or whatnot. And um, there was... Same thing, there was probably three of us all getting our tents out, kind of set up before dark, and um, we had some other caravaners start making some comments, and we were sort of trying to communicate friendly, going, oh, was there something wrong? Are we in your way? And they were just, uh, yeah, were very 
interesting, I should say. <laughs> made a few comments and then they're just like, oh no, we just find it funny, that's all. And then we're like, oh, what's funny? So it's been sort of an ongoing joke from there. Um, <laughs> some sarcastic comments that get said along the way, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This. We had this couple on one side that was sort of, I guess, criticizing us Bergens. And then on the other side, we met some people that were actually traveling through back to Cairns to do the Targa, which was on the same weekend as Red Center. Yeah. So, yeah, we had opposite fields to us, and they come over like looking at the cars, and we were exchanging great conversation. And then we had it on the other side, some people not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would have waited till 4am, started up and just yeah. them right yeah. out. Got yeah. a bit of this limiter. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was definitely spoken of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Jay? Oh, well, yeah, that was the memorable <laughs> one that come to mind as well. Um, yeah. The kids, yeah, we, when we go into Red Center, that's um, Devil's Marbles is obviously a, a good stop. It's a nice place, something to see. Up there, I was told by someone, well, um, <laughs> which we did stop and have a good feed. But then the kids get there, and you know, they say devil's marbles, devil's marbles, and then devil's marbles, and then <laughs> it sort of became a thing. And now they cannot say it normally, <laughs> so never ask kids about it, don't bring it up. It's always, <laughs> yeah, but. What about you, Ross? You got a crazy story from, from a road trip? Other than being super nervous the whole way to Alice Springs. <laughs> I did once um, go on the summer that, so I actually lost the wheel off the back of the trailer. Probably my craziest. Oh, no. How long. I wasn't actually far out of, um, out of when I was living over in Bendigo, and I was, I was not far from Shep sort of thing, and going along, and this bloke's right up my butt, and next minute he backed off a bit, and then he's catching his right up my butt, swinging out again, and I'm like, what's this bloke doing? Anyway, he comes up beside me, and I pulled over, and I uh, walked around the back, and he's like, he's like, mate, you lost a, lost a tyre. I'm like, oh, oh, I did, oh, it's all right, I've got a spare, I'll chuck it on. He goes, no, no, not just the tyre, the whole wheel, and I walked around, and yeah, I was on three wheels, and I said, oh, how far back that happened? He goes, oh, about seven, eight k's back. I'm like, oh, I did not even know. <laughs> So, yeah, done that. Um, one other one, going to actually Alice, Haley was driving. I uh, I moved out of camp, I think it must have been after, where did we stay? Um, Cooper Petey, and we pulled out. She goes, I'll do first stint, and we're going around this truck on a slight bend, and uh, next time we had a bit of, like, jackknifing happening, and I realised it was my fault because I didn't uh, take the trailer brake off, so... Um, like to, just so the brakes would come on, and uh, yeah, but she had a bit of swing there and shit herself, but she got through it. <laughs> so yeah, not literally, she said, but yeah. Glad but, you're yeah, still here but, to tell the story, mate. <laughs> yeah, so a couple of those things, but uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, no, we were always pretty cruisy, so we were always in B and B's half the time, sharing with people, so it makes it a bit cheaper that way, and yeah, yeah, can be good. I think in the in the trailer every now and again and stuff like that but yeah so yeah nothing too wild <laughs> yeah nice what about you Wal? yeah Rick you would have had something pretty pretty wild there Wal, knowing you yeah there's been some goodies um one that's picked in my mind the most is um coming back from Darwin brushing that's up there that was the last one brushing did up there and we all travelled back back to um, back power cruise power cruise I think the weekend after or something and um 
we're shooting back. I think we stayed at McKinlay at the Crocodile Dundee pub the night before and we were travelling back to the uh, pulling in Tampa that night. And um, a couple of us been lined ahead. I think there was, it was like eight of us travelling together, like crash out all the schools and all this and back together. And we uh, were ahead with Andrew Murphy, I think it was, and a couple others to get a caravan park. And uh, wheels in the tambo. There's a caravan park right next to like, a little restaurant and that. Uh, wheels straight into the, there was like, like a van inside. So wheels in, parks in the bays, and uh, Andrew and I gets out to go to the office to pay and tell them that there was a lot of heat coming. I think there was like 30 of us all up, so the restaurant would have done with Anyway, before we got to the to the entrance of the place, this guy comes belting out the door, telling us to F off and all this stuff. This is not a truck stop, rah, rah, rah. And um, I couldn't explain what was happening. <laughs> probably a couple grand at his restaurant. And um, for the night, the boys would have been thirsty. Anyway, he told us to, yeah, be off. So I went back in the trucks and jumped back out on the highway on the UHFs, talking like, what, no, where we're trying to work out where we're going to stay. Um, we were in the main road. Main Street of Tambo, and a voice comes over the radio. Some guy goes, What's happened? Anyway, I looked in the revision mirror, and he's saying, Pull over. Looked in the revision mirror, here's a cop with the lights on, tells us to pull over. I thought, Oh, great, here we go. Anyway, the old sergeant got out the, tra- out the car and comes up to the window and told him what was going on. He said, Oh, come with me. So, old sergeant jumped in the car, we did a U turn, went back up to rodeo grounds, just just coming into Tambo from north. And um, opened up the gates there and he said, here, camp in here. I'll ring the, the committee and tell him what happened. And, uh, we told him that we had trucks and everything coming and everything. And, um, he said to go to the caravan park and girls, whoever didn't have showers, we used the caravan park showers. We paid, give them 10, 15 bucks, something to use the facilities. So, um, yeah, no, haven't stopped in town by since, just drive through the finger out the door. <laughs> but apparently the owner, the, it was the owner's son that was running that night. Apparently he was an alcohol anyway, so he would have been apparently. So, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, it would have been doing like this, yeah. He would have would have been worth his while, I stone, eh? But uh, anyway, we crank out, we emptied out all our fridges and that, and we all threw in food, and we just barbied at the, at the radio ground. So it was end up being a good night. Yeah, nice. You might, get, you might get a hundred new offers after the podcast, mate. Some really nice places to go yeah. in Tampa. You never know. That's the good spot. Hit us up. Hit us up. We've been around most of Australia, and that's the only place we've had bad. So yeah, you're right. Can't beat a good steak. But it depends where we are. Inland steak, but now we're heading up Cairns. So yeah, it's all the way seafood, all the way for me. So that's not a big seafood, but we're somewhere for seafood. So. What about you, Ross? Yeah, I'm a steak person. I'll eat steak every day of the week if I could. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's one – when we went to Alice, there's one oh, – I can't think of the place now, but uh, um, there's one place there that I've been a couple of times and has real good steak, um, especially after the event. We quite often go on the Sunday night down there and have a The Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good place. So, yeah, so, yeah, can't be a good steak. I'm not a seafood person, so. <laughs> what about you guys? What's your go-to meal on the road? Do you, you bring it with you? You cook a barbie or what do you guys do? Uh, a bit of both, yeah. Obviously, if we're in the smaller campgrounds, we usually bring our own 
basic meals to eat. But if you pull up somewhere decent and have a good pub feed, like uh, we usually pull up at Julia Creek on the way to Alice. I uh, usually have a pub feed there, either a steak or a burger. I'm a burger man, so if they look good, I'll have one. Um, yeah, same Barclay. Barclay's always a good feed there as well. So, yeah, steak and, steak and burgers for me, if yeah. I can. I'm probably more crumb steak or chicken party. Pub feed. <laughs> <laughs> I do something you have to have a party. Yeah, that's me. I just went away on the weekend about four hours inland for for an event, and there was uh, after the Saturday, uh, the, sorry, the Friday working hard and whatever. I was uh, well, some people might say I didn't work hard, but I'm going to say I worked hard. I worked hard, and the first thing I said, <laughs> was, my mate was uh, crumb lamb crumb cutlets. I'm not having the sausage barbecue thing. I need to go to the bowling club of crumb cutlets. I need that. We went straight <laughs> there. We got there and the lady said, it's not, we've sold out of cutlets. <laughs> They're on the menu. I looked it up and everything, but we ended up getting a uh, a really good platter. So you can find some bargains in these little towns. That And the food was delicious, these ribs and, the, you know, really good. And the service was brilliant, you know, like and the and the beer was quite good too. So, you know, um, yeah, it must be. It's like a little, you know, little treasures on the road you find and you go to different places all the time and it's a bit of an excitement, especially when you do it from a family point of view like all you guys, you know. So, yeah, how good. This has been uh, It's been really, really good chat talking about these road trips because it's a part of this, you know, this style of life, I guess, you know. You, you can be events, they're never really in your backyard. They're always about you yeah, know, three yeah. or four hours away, you know, and then um, a bit more, I guess. Tropical Meltdown is probably not too far for you, for you Jay and Letitia, maybe. In, in, yeah, it's our close. Yeah. Well. Okay. That is our local. <laughs> it's four hours away. So that's <laughs> yes. like that. And then it's never around the corner. Everything's four hours is our sort of closest. Yeah. And then everything else is two days, three days. <laughs> but I guess all in all, the road trip is, is, is just as fun, no doubt, as you know the build up to it and the, yeah. and the road trip as the getting to the event. And yeah. Well, the road trip's two thirds of the event for us. You know, yeah. three days there, three days back for a. A three-day event, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect, perfect. All right, thanks for coming on, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Good luck at all the events coming up, and hopefully we see you at some of the other events coming up soon too, as well. Yeah. Yes, sure. Perfect. All right, thanks so much. Thank you. No worries. <laughs> thanks. Welcome back, Rach. Second week. How you doing? I'm going good. How you doing? I'm good. You've been working on that truck? Yes, it's pretty much done now, which is great. It's getting, getting like, only a couple of new little things on it, but that's, uh, you guys will see that very soon. Hey, did I see over your shoulder there, the number plate? Give me a look at that. <laughs> Derbs, that's what I thought. Yeah, Rach from Derbs Customs. How good is that? <laughs> it's the first personalised plate I've ever had as well. Ah, unreal. All right, so last week we covered off sourcing the vehicle and then the plan for it, whether we're going to use as a driver, street elite, show, whatever, so we're, we're on track for that. So the next thing that I'm thinking of that you really want to do is then you start to plan that vehicle out. So give us a bit of a, give us your take on, on what you do there. When you're actually, once you've actually purchased your car and you've got your baby and you want to start planning on what you want to do, obviously you've probably already got in your brain of whether you want to go your street, street elite or your show cars, more of your elites. Uh, from there, that's when you're going to want to pick your, your colours, your trims, your suspension, your engine, 
all the tiny, all the tiny little things on the car that's going to bring it all together as a main showpiece and or driver. Uh, the final look of the whole car. Yeah, and look, I'd, I'd want to reiterate again, like there's no 100% right or wrong because that's why we all build cars because we can do, you know, what we want. It's truly really an extension of our personality or of ourselves. But this is where I'm planning, for instance, like um, I can see in the background there, like my uh, my Camaro there, well, that's a full urethane candy job. Well, if I wanted to drive that every day in the street, I wouldn't be painting that car in a urethane candy. We agree with that? Yeah, it would be uh, more beneficial for you not to because, you know, you're going to get your stone chips, your scratches. You don't know what someone else is going to do to your car, let alone yourself. So trying to repair pieces on a car that's pretty much, that's more of a show car style yeah. of paint job. But, you know, if yeah. you want to do it and that's what you've really always wanted, yeah, absolutely. You go can for do gold because yeah. in the end it's what you want. But, yeah. but, but for your street car, like you said, because any time you want to touch up something on a full urethane candy, you're either going to be painting the whole side or the whole car. So, again, it's about planning that that out. So, But in, an interesting thing, people, when they say do they want a, a street car or a street elite, any car you build, obviously you should build to your best, uh, like the best you can or the best you can afford, but even a, a, a nice car for the street, you're still going to have to plan that out and, and get your parts and work out your colours and all that as well, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. When it comes to it, I think with getting the car that you want, the end result, there's a way of getting there and you kind of already know in your head, I'm assuming, that your wheels, the style that you like, the colours that you like, what mixes and matches for your own personality. It's all about finding the connection with the actual car because in the end of the day, it is your car. So I've seen lots of cars that are very different to what I, I like in my taste, but they love it more than anything and that's their baby and that's what it comes down to at the end of the day, being proud of what you put together. Yeah, and what's your take on? Um, you're in a little bit different space to me. Like back in back in the early days, especially the hot rod days, people really want to build all their own cars. But I actually see now a lot of uh, business people or or even celebrity, so-called celebrity type people, want their cars built. What's your take on that? My take on that would be certain people are in their trades for certain reasons. People can sometimes do that job quicker, better, to a budget. Not everyone has the time to build the car that they want to build. Um, everyone would love to do it themselves, like even my, myself. Uh, I would love to do everything from start to finish, and one day maybe I will on a certain build, but life gets in the way. So there's certain things that I can do, uh, say like I can do certain things. But when it comes to a professional, say like even the suspension on the Chevy, professionals they know what they're doing it needs to be safe it needs to be done right i want the right advice on the right things to use for certain things trimming i want a really nice trim so i can't do that so someone else that loves their job they can do that yeah but and, and yeah. I, I agree 100 percent. and that's and that's part of this planning you've got to there now if you're a mechanic whatever work out what you can do and then you source the right people interview those people and then get all that sorted before you start stripping that car, correct? Definitely. Interviewing the people to a, to a degree, definitely. Like if your car is going to be going somewhere, you're entrusting them with your baby. You kind of want to know what jobs they've done before, see their handiwork, right. if they've got a portfolio, if you can go down to their shop. Um, just kind of suss out the kind of people that you're dealing with uh, because at the end of the day, you're responsible for handing over your car, really. Yeah. That's so true, and um, as I was alluding to there, I actually like the 
the whole scene today where where we have again like i said celebrities or well-known people or business people getting cars built by tradesmen i actually well that was frowned that frowned upon way back in the in the old days but i actually think it's awesome <laughs> those people in our industry because yeah, they have they have skills to make money in other areas it's great that we can have those people in our in our industry isn't it yeah definitely and then like people like car builders that are building these cars for these celebrities that's just great for them to be able to say, look, I built that person's car for them. They trusted me with that. And it's yeah. it's just something like where all all walks of life can just come together. Yeah. And yeah, realistically, cars just bring everyone together. Yuck, you look, look at Seema, I know you, uh, you were there last year. Uh, we, we'd be there we'd be there this time if we could do it again. Yeah. But, but people like James Hetfield and Billy Gibbons, like look at the cars that they were, and the people just swarmed to them to see those cars. And it's just awesome to have those people in it. Yeah, it, it's pretty much in the scene. The more that we can expand and do that and, like, get those guys to build cars for those kind of guys. Yeah, awesome. Like. Keep that attitude. All right, <laughs> so we've covered off We've covered off uh, what we're going to do, source the car, source the wheels, source your people to work on the car, and uh, we'll catch you again next week, Rach. No worries. Thanks, heaps. See ya. See ya. G'day, I'm Benny Benz, and on this edition of Mad Quiz Battle, we have the Big Cheese from Street Machine Magazine, Mudgy's least favourite son, Andrew Broadley. How are you, mate? Going good, Benny Benz. How's yourself, fella? Oh, I'm hanging in there, mate. Also, we have Battling Streeties editor. We have none other than the unofficial sexiest man at Haltech and the man who giveth J-Benz massive beard envy, Richard Schumack. What's going on, mate? G'day, mate. How you going? Oh, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. The way it works is there'll be five questions. Whoever gets the most wins. If there's a tie at the end because, just because, happened with Lynchy and uh, Matt Watts because, who knows, it's just crazy dudes. There'll be a bonus question. Richard, pick your buzzer, mate. Uh, Haltech. All right. And uh, Broads, pick your buzzer, mate. Uh, yeah, street machine, I suppose. Yeah. All right. Get ready for the big game. Get me headphones on. You ready, gentlemen? Let's go. All right. Question one. <laughs> How far is the middle of Parliament House, Canberra, from the Haltech Horsepower Heroes Dino Cell as the crow flies? Is it 10.3 kilometres, 6.1 kilometres, or 8.8 kilometres? Haltech. 8.8 kilometres. You win, mate. Broads, come on, mate. Question two. Who won Burnout Masters at Summonats 33? Street Machine. Andrew. Steve, I guess. No, mate. No. Richard, you get a free shot, mate. Uh, I'm going to go Phil Kerjean. No, mate. <laughs> Phil's, Phil's been close. Right. He's, he's due for a win. But no. It was Rick Fuller, mate. Oh, uh, yep. He won both. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. All right. So, we have... Richard at one, and you at none, Broads, and we're on to question three. What summonats did Farm Trike and Asian first appear at? Street Machine. Broads. It's a bit of a punt, but I'm thinking summonats 29. No, mate. I would have said 31. 
No, mate. You guys are <laughs> you're gonna have to, you're gonna get through this so quick because you guys suck. All right, which question one was it? Thirty. Thirty. Yeah, thirty. Oh. Thirty. One year off. The biggest summonats. Yeah, me too. The biggest street machine summonats ever, ever. Street machine. That wasn't a question. <laughs> How many beers did you have last night, mate? <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. oh, he, he did. I saw it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, well. <clears throat> Let's go. Question four. Who is the only Australian male artist in Australian music chart history to have 10 consecutive top 10 singles? Jimmy Barnes, Shannon Knoll, or Kamal? Caltech. Richard. Kamal. No. He's at about 50. Uh, street Machine. Oh, it's Andrew. freaky. Andrew, uh, look, I'm I'm a big Jimmy Barnes fan, as you know, Benny Benz, but I'm I'm gonna back Shannon Noel. You'd be correct, mate. It's yeah. final, final, and we get to go to a final question. The, this this battle, you guys, mean that crap. You're one all at the end of this quiz. Pat, seriously, could have should have picked better people. Anyway, you should pick some smart people sometimes. Well, yeah. you know, you know, you think you know people and you just don't, right? We oh. do pub trivia from time to time and we suck at that too. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you're terrible at pub trivia. <laughs> I'm sure he's probably winning a few meat trays though because there's no luck, in, there's no, there's no, uh, you know, there's only a bit of luck on that, not... Yeah, there's um, no you, skill. You're smarts. Here's a bit of a car-related one. Question five. How many kilowatts did the HSV W1 GDSR have? 474, 455 or 429? Street Machine was 474. You win, mate. That's two questions you got out of five. Really, that's a loss. That's that's Matching victory from the jaws of defeat, we call that, mate. Mate, well done. Sorry about that, Richard. You're out, mate. You will go into the big final, Andrew, where Matt Watts currently sits in there as well. So you can sit in the craziness there with him. Uh, And there'll be a really mad prize. It's going to be the best prize ever. Um, look, we had a bonus question, but I'm not even going to get there because you guys did it. You're a bit but Richard, what's going on at Haltech, mate? Uh, mate, we're getting ready for the big Black Friday sale. So if you're, uh, you're on the market for um, some Haltech gear, keep your eyes peeled onto the website and um, there might be a, a bit of a deal for you. Mad. How about you, Broads? What's going on at Streety, mate? Lots of cool stuff. Last issue was with Aaron's car was mint, mate. I'm sure there's plenty of stuff boiling up. Yeah, mate, we're, we're flat out. Uh, we just sent the, the yearbook to print, our first ever yearbook. So we're doing 13 issues this year, which is really exciting. Um, other than that, gearing up for the Drag Challenge weekend up in Queensland, which is going to be great. Um, really pumped for that. It's the first one we've managed to get off the ground with all this COVID stuff this year. Yep. And uh, I'm personally really looking forward to Summon at Slam in Sydney. Yeah, me too, mate. Me too, absolutely. And there's lots of stuff coming 2021. We're looking pretty cool. So, all right, everybody. That is Mad Quiz Battle. You threw broads, Richard, you and but you both because you got like no questions. So this is you know, wasting my time, mate. I got the W, mate, that's what I got. You got the W. On the Things W win. on the W one on the HSV. There you go. Mad. Yep. Alright, sick. See you later. <laughs> Alright, that's it for episode two. Webs, good to see you, mate. 
Yeah, good to see you, mate. Another great show. Hey, awesome. Yeah, some of this, no doubt that's only like a little a little uh, spectacle of what the guys have seen on road trips. If you if you live far away from an event, see it as an opportunity to get away and spend time with your family and try different places to eat and towns and stuff. Explore, I know that's certainly something I love is, you know, walking through a, a, a country town with your family. You can find some gems, definitely, that's for sure. Absolutely, and look, it's so rewarding for the townspeople. Like, like yeah, what was definitely. They, they might have had 10 or 20 people on the road with them, so if they all go and eat and at the bolo or drink somewhere, and it's awesome money for those towns, so yeah, yeah. So support them all. Especially after the year we've had in 2020 where not a lot of people have been moving around. Go, go, if, you're, if you're doing a road trip, make sure you you know always support the local towns the best best you can. Webby, absolutely. I'm going to see you next Tuesday, mate. This is the end of the show. You are. See you, mate. All right. Make sure you get those Summer Ad Slam tickets. Make sure you check out the Christmas merch sale, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Cheers. And- The Burnout Masters game has a new update. There's a new pro car, Loose Q, a new level, Tropical Meltdown, new cars, HQ Wagon, BA Ute, and an XP sedan. There's also new engines in Full On and LS1. And there's four new tyre compounds which completely change the game. Get the Burnout Masters update, get the game on your phone, and start smashing tyres. Smashing tyres, mad. Awesome. Get to the bolo. Quick. Go. Mad.